What the Twitch, the podcast in which we talk about our experiences being a small streamer in the Twitch universe. I'm Marissa. And I'm Connor. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to another episode of What the Twitch. Um, I am really super excited about this topic that we're talking about tonight, um, just because it is so close and dear to my heart as somebody who um, imposter syndrome affects every part of my life, not just streaming. And I think that it was um, a really good time for us to talk about it, what it is, how it affects us as streamers, and everything else. Uh, before we hop in, though, I do have a um, definition off Google of what imposter syndrome is. And then I'm going to dive into what it looks like for me, what it might look like for you, um, as everybody's imposter syndrome is different. So the definition off Google states that imposter syndrome, also known as imposter phenomenon or imposterism, is a psychological occurrence in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this, this feeling comes from a variety of different pla different places. Most commonly, um, at least from what I've seen, uh, has been when you've achieved some level of success, whether you just had an exceptionally great stream the other day and you're sitting there and you're reveling in it and you're enjoying your accomplishments and then suddenly the brain ninjas in the in the back of your head come up and say you know that's not real right you know that's 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 a fluke you didn't you didn't earn that you know things of that nature just to sit there and just you know it's your own head cutting you know knocking you down and basically um making you feel like you didn't even actually achieve the goals that you achieved but you did you absolutely yeah. did and you did. And like I said, so I was diagnosed with imposter syndrome, I want to say two and a half years ago. And when I was first diagnosed, I was like, imposter syndrome, like I know who I am. Because you, you think of the word imposter and you think that it just gives off this, uh, this feeling of like, you don't, you're an imposter, you're not who you are or something like that. And in this context, Yes, it does feel like that at times. Um, like Connor just said, you achieved that goal, but your brain's telling you that wasn't you. You didn't do that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, this is, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, um, and with that being said, though, like, and that's why um, I think imposter syndrome needs a lot more recognition and to be talked about more. Because I feel like a lot more people actually do suffer with imposter syndrome than they think. Um, and I'm really glad that we're just able to cover it on the podcast. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. We, we've heard, we've heard it before, you know, as we've gone on, you know, we're on Twitter, we're on discord, you know, where yourself or somebody, you know, has been this, this, this overwhelming feeling, um, like they just don't deserve to be here. Um, and that just can't be furthest, furthest from the truth. Um, but it is more prevalent, I believe, within the streamer environment because <clears throat> as entertainers, we're putting ourselves out there and we're trying to essentially put on a good show, be ourselves and, you know, do what we do as, as streamers. And when we get done with that, that day <clears throat> and we look back on it and you just, 
<clears throat> you just feel like you didn't deserve it. Like all of these these bits and subs and donations and all of these people coming into your chat and just enjoying your vibe and, and enjoying what you're doing and you're thinking in the back of your mind, I didn't just I don't deserve this. This shouldn't be me. This should be somebody else or you know things of of, of that nature. And we all feel it in some form or another. And granted, this does extend outside of just streaming. It's just where I think this is where imposter syndrome became the most well known is in the streaming world. Um, and I could be wrong on that. Wouldn't be the first time. <clears throat> but it's, while it's easier said than done, it's very, very important to understand that you did earn it. You do deserve it. Um, and everything that you had happen within that stream or or in many of your streams, you earned you deserved it. You know, you put forth the work, you put forth the effort, and you're finally seeing the rewards of that. So don't ever let anyone sit there and tell you that you didn't, especially yourself. <laughs> you're going to be your worst, your your own worst critic for sure. Um, but you're not. Your brain is wrong. <laughs> okay, it's the best way I can put it. Your brain is wrong. You did good. You know, take take that into your heart, not not the not not the negative. Exactly. And kind of like what Connor was saying is I don't think that I really understood. Uh, it wasn't until I got into streaming that I really understood what my imposter syndrome felt and looked like. Um, after I started gaining some traction and after I had hit affiliate. I was having people come into my stream regularly giving me bits and donations and subs. And I was sitting there like, wow, what I don't deserve this as a person. Like, I don't think that I'm entertaining enough. I'm not as cool as some of these other people that you could be watching on Twitch. Um, I also compared myself a lot to the streamers. I like to watch. I'd be like, Oh, well, I'm not as cool as, as they are. I'm not as good as they are. Oh, wow, they're super entertaining. I feel like I'm boring. My content isn't worth it. And in reality, the people coming to my streams, they enjoyed my content. They enjoyed the content I was making. I was worthy of, of it. Um, my imposter syndrome just made it where I couldn't see it. And um, the biggest one is with my imposter syndrome, when I get praised, I feel unworthy of that praise. Um, so like when you compliment me, I'm like, Oh, wrong person. Not me. You're think you got, you got me mixed up with somebody else. And so when I started streaming, it was really hard to hear people come into my stream and be like, Oh, I really like it here. I'm going to drop you a follow or, Oh, I'm going to subscribe because I really like your content. I was like, no, you don't. I, I don't know who you like, but it ain't me. <clears throat> I usually ask why that was, that was, uh, my biggest, uh response to that i really love your content mine why what you know because you you know Teresa's point you when you look at other streamers out there and not even not even the partners um you know we're talking about people like uh, you know uh becca uh or um air brandy or uh, even ninja hitman ninja hitman mental haze bd brent um, you know, these people that have got, you know, 15, 20, 30 people in their chat and the chat is just, just, just going. You're like, 
that's great content. Those are the people that are getting the attention that they absolutely deserve. I don't deserve, I don't deserve that. You know, I'm not as good as them, you know, kind of mentality. And it's just not true. You know, let me preface kind of what we're, what we're going with, um, um, you know, continuing on to say, but neither one of us are licensed psychiatrists. <laughs> we're not qualified to go over the, um, the technical aspects of where it comes from and how to treat or anything like that. And we're not going to do that. Um, all we're going to do is talk about imposter syndrome as we understand it and how we've dealt with it and how it's affected our, our own lives in, in the hopes that, you know, you, you have, you, you know that you're not alone and that there's other people that are going through this um, and that you can talk to if, if, if you need to. Exactly. Kind of like what Connor said to kind of back up his point. Like, like I said, imposter syndrome might look different in everybody, but if us telling our story and how it affects us and how we have handled it reaches just one person who was struggling alone and didn't have an outlet and it helps them, then this was worth it. Exactly. I mean, I know, I know that most of mine, most of my imposter syndrome, um, symptoms, I guess would be the right, right word. Um, stem from my childhood. I didn't have a great one. Um, you know, I'm not the only one, but it, it, um, you know, it stemmed a lot from my own parents telling me that I'm not good enough that, you know, certain goals that I had for myself, even as I kid, as a kid were, uh, not attainable and I should just take and lower my sights, you know, things like that. Um, as I got older and good things started happening to me, um, you know, I started getting told that I didn't earn it or that it was a fluke. Um, and you hear that enough times and you just start to believe it. And then that just, that phrase just goes with a lot of different things that are, you know, told to you, I guess. Um, sorry, I'm kind of uh, getting caught up in this um, a bit. <clears throat> um, I think it got at its worst four years ago when I started, when I started jousting, um, jousting was something that was, was one of those goals that I really wanted and I got it, you know, I, I, I earned it. I trained, I got in there, I got, I got hired to, to work shows. Um, and it was, it was an interesting atmosphere because I got, I got hired to take and be a jouster at these shows within the United States. But then I got invited to actually compete um, in a couple of different countries. And those thoughts were great. I'm like, this is, you know, I, I feel good about this. You know, I feel like I finally achieved something. Um, and after my first show, we do a meet and greet immediately afterwards. We're still on our horses. We just got done with the show. So we're still in armor. We're still on our horses. You know, this is, this is, as we called it, this was the time for everybody to meet the real stars of the show. And that were the horses, um, you know, pet the horses, ask questions, you know, all this other kind of, kind of stuff. Um, and I just, I, we got done with that. You know, we've got a lot of great questions. A lot of people ask, you know, asking and, and complimenting and stuff like that. I even got my, I got to sign my first autograph that day. You know, somebody actually came up and asked me to sign their program. Um, and that was uh, uh, amazing. And then I got done. I got off the horse. I got out of my armor and I started to decompress a little bit. And I'm like, 
why me? I didn't, I didn't joust that good. I didn't do that good. Why, why, you know, why consider me, you know, for why tell me you're a fan? Why ask for my autograph? I don't, I didn't earn that stuff. Um, and then I had a really, really good friend of mine when I went to Canada for my first tournament. I didn't compete in that tournament, but I got invited up to come, come help and just kind of get me, you know, exposed to the international jousting community. Um, and I, he kind of sat down with me for a bit and I talked to him about this and just like, I'm like, you know, I'm thanking him for, an, for inviting me and stuff. And he's like, you've, you've earned this, you know, and when your armor's finished, because it wasn't finished at the time, um, I want you to come back and I want you to joust, joust for me. I want you to take and, you know, compete against all these other international competitors and stuff. And I'm like, me? You want me to do this, you know, with, with, with the likes of you guys? And he just looks at me dead faced and he's like, yeah, why would you think you don't? You know, I've seen you ride. I've seen you do this stuff, and you, 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 you've earned your place here, along with the rest of us. And he wasn't the only one to say that to me. But it's still something that's extremely difficult, even today, to be able to keep that in my head, you know, and to remind myself and remember that. The yes, I am good enough. I did earn my place here, and I can keep doing this, despite what my numbers look like currently, despite what what how inactive my chat is. Um, I have a place here just like everybody else. And you have a place here just like everybody else. Right. And where I think, like I said, when I became a streamer is when it became more relevant in my life that I had imposter syndrome. But when I got diagnosed with it, it had to do with my kids. Um, I was constantly like, my kids deserve a better mom. I'm not a good mom. Um, my daughter had to grow up with me because I chose to have kids so so young. And I I was really hard on myself. I beat myself down as a mom to the point where I had myself convinced my daughter would be better off with with anyone else but me, which is farthest from the truth. Um and my therapist sat me down and she goes, "Well, what makes you a bad mom?" And I was like, "Well, you know, I can't buy her all the clothes she wants. I can't buy her all the toys she wants. I can't, you know, uh, we eat a lot of mac and cheese and chicken nuggets. Cause this was prior to like me getting with Megan. Just kidding. So it was a lot longer than two and a half years ago. You guys, I have no concept of time. Um, so it was like six years ago. And, um, so I was just a single mom. I was working two jobs to support us. I felt like she deserved a mom that was around more. I felt like she deserved a mom that could afford the nicer things. And my therapist looked at me and goes, does she have a roof over her head? And I was like, yeah. Does she have a bed she sleeps in? And I was like, she sleeps in my bed, but she has her own bed, I promise. Um, does she have clothes? Does she have shoes? Does she have food? And does she love you? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, then you're not a bad mom. You haven't messed up your child. And I think that's probably when I started making it my goal not to tear myself down as a mom but look at all the things that i have done as a mom to help with my imposter syndrome and for a while there i had a a notebook and on the front of it it said larissa is awesome and for everything that i felt accomplished for in a day whether that be brushing my teeth or just 
whatever. Or like I took Tinley to the park today and she had a blast. I wrote it all in that notebook so that when I got the feeling that I was a bad mom, I just went back and read the notebook and reminded myself that no, okay, me and Tinley have had a lot of great moments and I am being a good mom. Um, and, and that really helped me like work through it or whatever. Um, but like Connor said, I think where a lot of mine stem from was my childhood and never feeling like I was good enough. Um, it didn't matter how hard I tried to be the perfect daughter. I just couldn't be perfect. Um, I was human. Um, and, and it does still affect me when I'm streaming. Um, there are a lot of times where my chat will be going off and we'll be having fun. And I just, I get this split second thought in my brain. I was like, why do these people even like me? Or why do these people come to my stream? And it, it is, it's one of those moments where it really makes you question yourself as a streamer and like what you're doing as a streamer. Um, there was a point in time in my streaming journey where I did become a person that I was not trying to get views and try to be the most entertaining to be, like I said, I compare myself a lot to other streamers. So I would go into somebody else's stream. They'd have 30 to 40 people. And then I'd see that they're taking shots of hot sauce for every five subs, or they're having dance parties, or they're doing anything but just sitting there and playing a game. Actually, 90% of the streams I watched didn't even play games. They were just chatting streams. Um, so you had to come up with crazy ideas to keep things going in a just chatting screen. Um, and I tried to bring those over, like, not exactly the ideas. I didn't, like, copy and paste them. But I tried to be as wild and chaotic and whatnot to feel worthy of those views. And honestly, it just made me feel worse because then I felt like I, was, I really was a fraudulent because I'm not that person. Yeah, I've um, I've felt similarly. I mean, I've been told by a couple of other people that I should have a just chatting stream where that I should just dedicate a single stream each week to just chatting um, because you know, we've done community nights, we've hung out in discourse and stuff together, and they've said, you know, really enjoy talking to you. You've had a lot of good things to say, and, and you know, it's it's fun conversing with you. You should do this. But then I, you know, and these are people that have very successful just chatting streams, you know, and I just, I don't feel like I belong. Uh, I'm lucky to hang on to three viewers every single stream uh so it just makes me feel like i'm just i'm not good enough to take and venture into the just chatting realm because all i'm going to be doing is talking to myself and no one's going to engage and it's just not <clears throat> it's just not going to work so still working on getting myself past that hurdle but as of as of right now i'm just having to continue to remind myself that the content i'm putting out right now in my streams even though it's ever changing and it's never the same thing twice usually um it's good enough you know people do like it it may not be a lot of people right now it's just a lot of people haven't found me yet um and i keep having to remind myself and that's hard and that's hard <clears throat> 
And because I know that I'm going to circle right back around as soon as I do get those people. And as soon as I do get those those numbers that that I'm looking for that I want, I'm going to sit back and be like, this shouldn't be me. I'm, I'm not the person that they think I am and I don't deserve to be here. Um, and I can sit here and tell you how many, you know, every every couple of minutes that I'm wrong and I know I'm wrong, but it doesn't change the feeling of it. Exactly what Connor said. Um, you know, I I struggle from a mental illness called borderline personality disorder, which it's a personality disorder. I have like no idea who I am as a person personality wise because I mirror every personality around me. So that also breeds like it's just a breeding ground for imposter syndrome um, when you really don't have any form of self-identity. Um, so I do, I, I try harder. I work harder. I try not to give anyone a reason to find a fault in me. Um, because the moment they do, I feel like you're right. You, you got the kid. I, I'm a fraudulent. Um, and in reality, I'm not, I'm just a normal person living a normal life that, you know, if I pick up a few of your mannerisms, I'm sorry. I don't realize I'm doing it. If it bothers you, tell me. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I, I feel like that's the same for me in the streaming world. If I am in somebody's stream constantly, like every time they go live, I'm going to pick up their catchphrases. I'm going to pick up their little like uh, dialects is what they're called. Uh, I'm going to pick up their jokes. I, and they're going to translate over onto my stream. <clears throat> Which yeah. in turn feeds the imposter syndrome. Because then I feel like, oh, well, shit, I just stole their content without even realizing I was stealing their content. And so me, it, it definitely is something that I struggle with a lot. And I try really, really hard just to be my genuine self on stream. But I struggle with the fact that I don't know a genuine version of myself. I would have to like isolate for like 90 days or some shit and then have a personality after that to believe it's my personality. Which, which is shitty, but nor am I going to isolate myself for 90 days to try to figure that out. That's just lonely. My, um, mine is, is a different, mine's a different direction. I know who I am. I just don't like them very much. Um, and you know, we make the joke that, you know, well, it's not really a joke. I just, you know, we make the statement that, you know, all, you know, we're expecting all these people to sit there and tell us, how bad we are and how we don't deserve this, you know, yeah, that's happened, but uh, I can do a lot more. I can do a lot better job finding my own faults than you, than you will. And that's my biggest problem. Um, Cause I'm the one that doesn't feel that it's worth that I'm, that I'm worthy. I'm the one that doesn't feel that um, I have anything of value to bring to the table. Um, and I know I'm not the only one. That's why we're doing this episode right now, you know, to talk about that and get that out. And, you know, find an answer, maybe. Well, and I feel like a lot of partners even suffer from this. I don't know how many partner streams I've been in where they've expressed, I'm just a normal person. I don't deserve this from you guys. I don't know what makes me so special to get this love and praise and everything else. And those are partnered streamers that just get to a point where they're like, I am human. 
I don't I don't deserve this love and adoration. Um which when you start streaming it, it doesn't matter what what aspect that you started streaming for at some point you have to realize that this is you. You are the one putting in the time, the effort, everything for your stream. Nobody else is doing that for you, so like Who's the imposter? Right. And exactly to your point, it's, it's, these are partners, you know, these are also partnered streamers. They're partners. They earned that. You didn't just, you know, it's not Twitter where you pay, you know, X number of dollars a month and boom, you get a check mark. You know, you, you earn that. And that is gotta be one of the most difficult things to take and be able to, think about yourself is that you know you earn this you know that you built your platform to the point that twitch finally said you earned you deserve to be monetized in a large way here's your check mark and they still sit back and be like is this did i really is this me did i really deserve this do i really belong here yes you do you absolutely 100% do whether you're an affiliate, not affiliate, a partner, you know, you've 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 made your way and you've gotten there and your journey's still continuing. But you but yes, you did in fact earn that. And nobody, especially yourself, gets to take that away from you. Exactly. And um <coughs> to build to build off of that too, it's it's one of those things where it's like you're battling yourself. One part of you is stoked and excited. Oh, look, I reached that goal. I'm doing it. And then there's a voice in your head that's like, are you, though? Are you really doing it? Because I'm not so sure. And, and it's really hard not to give in to that voice. And it's really hard not to, you know, stop and contemplate what that little voice just said. But remember, it's just a voice in your head. Every time you go live and your friends and your community are in there hyping you up, that's their feelings towards you, not not that voice in your head. And I'd rather listen to my friends than a voice that I'm subconsciously making up. Absolutely. And to kind of accentuate that point, and, and my only recommendation that I can probably come up with when it comes to this, to this topic or anything else, really, when it comes to... Um, your mental health and how you're feeling um, is to lean on your friends. And that is easier said than done. Believe me, I know. Um, so many times somebody comes to me and says, you know, if you need to talk, I'm here or listen. And I say it too. But it's pulling that trigger of making that contact, contact and saying, I need to talk. I need to get this out. And don't do it to just anyone, uh, uh, especially for for um, for the larger conversations like this imposter syndrome. Go to somebody that you're close to. Go to somebody that you trust. Because I feel, and I could be wrong, but I feel that if you go to just anybody about it, they're just going to sit there and say, no, 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 you're great. Believe me, you're great. I wouldn't come to your stream if you weren't great. And I'm sure that they believe that. But it it does kind of feel a little empty. 
Um, but if it's somebody that you that you trust, you know, that you feel a bit closer with in that one, they're going to talk straight with you. They're going to ask questions, which is probably, I think, is the biggest thing you need is to have them ask questions of your of of questions to you about you. Why do you feel this way? Why do you think you don't deserve it? What about this last stream? Didn't you like, you know, and and build that conversa conversation. It's easy. It's easy to be a listening post post. Um, it's it's easy to um, be that ear that listens to be that shoulder uh, to cry on. But if you're truly listening, then you're going to engage in the conversation um, and that you're going to um, ask the necessary questions to get them to think about what they're, what they're saying and, and what they're talking about and how they help them understand what you see in them. Because that is probably the best way you can take and help somebody that's suffering suffering with imposter syndrome or just depression in in general. Uh, be that be that listening post, but be engaging while you're doing it. Makes them feel like you care because I know you do. Exactly. Um, me and my wife have like this. I, I don't even know what you would call it, but this thing where. Sometimes I just, so, so basically she breaks it down like this when I'm like, Hey, I need to talk. She, she stops me right in my traction. She goes, okay. Am I listening? Just listening. Are you venting or no? It's like, okay. So I need to talk. Are you venting? Do you need solutions? Or do I just need to listen? So with the listening she she needs to act or with venting she can check out just being there let me bounce my words off of her she can check out she can watch tv she can play on her phone she can do whatever just as long as it's off my chest listening is i need you to hear what i am saying i need your undivided attention and the whole do you need solutions if i don't need solutions and i just need somebody to hear like actually listen to me that's fine but if i'm like no i really just need I need ideas on how to solve this problem I'm having. Um, and I feel like that's also how, like, I, I've approached Connor that way before. I've stopped and I've asked him, are, am I, are you venting? Am I listening? Do you need solutions? And he was like, I'm just venting. And I'm like, okay, let me have it. And I feel like if you were to approach your friends with that manner... It, it doesn't matter. They're still going to feel more heard than if you were just like, oh, that's super interesting. Uh-huh. Oh, what did you say? Oh, you're great. You're great. You're great. You're awesome. Believe, believe it. You're awesome. Um, feeling that connection when having a conversation about something, especially as heavy as imposter syndrome and feeling like, oh, hey, I really don't feel like I deserve any of this. It would really suck if your friend was just like, "Oh, you're you're super awesome." Oh, what did you? Just, oh, sorry, I was in I was in a Call of Duty match. What did you say? What was that? It would really just add to that that empty, shallow feeling. Yeah, that's really kind of the wrong person to talk to because you don't really, you don't really feel listened to, and that's only going to really intensify the imposter syndrome. 
if they're not willing to engage with you, like really engage with you, um, I don't see how that can possibly be helpful to you. Now, back on, so Rissa did throw me off off when I when 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 I came to her, and she's like, "Okay, so am I? Are you venting, or am I? Or you know, are you venting, or do you need solutions?" And I was like, "I don't know. Let's start with venting." <laughs> and see where it goes because nobody's ever asked a question to me before not even my own therapist so it's like what i don't know <sighs> you know and that's been a big problem my too is that i'm full of i don't knows. I, I i know something's wrong i can't tell you what it is i can't tell you how to solve it um but that's for me I can tell you, I can listen to you and I can offer suggestions and I can ask you questions all day long about what you're going through. I just can't seem to do it for myself. <clears throat> That's why I trick you into talking. I don't I even think you've caught on yet, but I'll just be like, oh, let's play a game. You don't want to talk right now, let's play a game. And then I'll just be like, so what's been going on in life? <laughs> and then yeah. by the end of it, we kind of figure out what's going on, you know? Because sometimes when you sit there and you're thinking and you're like, well, there's nothing wrong. There's, I, I have a good job. I have a house. I have this. But then when you're just having a genuine conversation with a friend that you don't feel the pressure to pinpoint what is wrong, it comes out. You just let it out. Yeah. And when you're, you know, when you're, when you're listening to one of your friends talk to you, that's, that's coming to you because you're feeling imposter syndrome. Don't, don't grill them. Just let them get it out in their own way and just try to ask try to ask the questions that will get them to open up a little bit more. I can't tell you which questions those are. Those are for you to figure out while you're in that conversation. But you know, it's you want to be able to keep the conversation going. That's that's kind of the the only thing I can I can I can uh, suggest in that one is don't ask it, don't ask closed-ended questions. Um, always try to keep the conversation rolling. Um, you know, cause that's what friends do. You just kind of keep the, keep the conversation going and keep the conversation, uh, pointed in a direction that gets them thinking, gets their, get, you know, gets, gets the wheels turning a little bit. Right. And just like Connor said, it, it's, we have this really bad tendency in today's society to pretend to be listening or to pretend to care. And, and from my point of view, it doesn't take much effort to actually listen and actually care about your friends. If they're your friends, you should stop. You should care and you should listen. Whether you think what they're going through is trivial or not, it's not trivial to them. Absolutely. And that's just what it is. And, you know, that spicy mama's in chat right now. And that's probably the longest, not the longest, uh, but one of, one of my childhood friends. She has known me for most of my life. Like we grew up together. Um, and there came a point in our friendship where we pretended to listen to each other and we pretended to hear each other to the point where it blew up and we didn't talk for two years until we sat down and we were like, I miss you. What, why, what happened to where we ended up here? And then we talked it out. And now she's my boss and we have like a super amazing friendship. Um, and it is just that it's sometimes as people, we forget that other people's have other people have feelings too. And when it's not directly affecting us, we're like, oh, well, that doesn't really bother me. So not my problem. 
<clears throat> that's a really shitty viewpoint to have, in my opinion. But yeah. I'm guilty of it too. Uh, yeah, I, I hello, <laughs> you know, it, we're, um, you know, we're, we're, when it comes down to it, I think we're entertainers. I know I said this in the last podcast, but um, this is when you look at, I'm sure celebrities feel like this, you know, actors and, and musicians and what have you, when they're up on stage or in front of the camera and they're getting all these great reviews or whatever. And they're just, that's great. Thanks. But I don't think, I don't think you're right. I don't think that I did that great or I don't think that I, I deserve it. Um, and these are, these are people with an entire team. I mean, even when I was jousting, I had an entire team of people that were helping me to put on this show, but as streamers, it's essentially a one person show. You are the star of the show. You are the sound person. You're the camera person. You're, um, you're the editor, you're the producer, you're the director, you're doing all of the, you got so many hats on while you're doing this thing. And believe it or not, guys, you're making it look seamless. Okay. I know you're stressing out behind the scenes with everything that's, you know, uh, with everything that it takes to put it together. I know that you're feeling like you don't deserve the attention that you're getting from the people that are coming to view, to view you, but you do. You put so much work and so much effort into what you're doing um, that you don't have the time to decompress and de-stress and look back at that and say, damn, that was a good show. Because there's, you know, who's there? You don't have an AD. You don't have a a, a a manager or an agent or whatever sitting there saying, that was great. You nailed it. This was fantastic. You have your chat doing that, and they're the, they're the one group of people that are going to tell you the God's honest truth about how you're doing as a streamer, and they're also going to be the same group of people that you're not going to believe because it's in your head that this is so much work that I'm just not worth it. I'm not, I'm not worthy, but you are, you really are. Well, and something that Connor just said is we don't have a team behind us, <clears throat> but we do in a weird way. I, the way that you network that that's your teammate, but essentially when you hit that go live button, you are alone. It is just you. And you don't have somebody giving you the thumbs up behind the camera going, you're doing great. You got this awesome um however that's that's why i would suggest going back and watching your vods watch your vods like you were a viewer yeah i get that some of us stream for three plus hours and that's another three hours that you have to sit there and watch yourself and but you're gonna watch that and you're gonna be like this was entertaining i am doing a good job i really liked this section but this section really didn't work so maybe Maybe I could tweak that. Mm -hmm. um, bear in mind, too, because that's an excellent point. Criticisms, even small criticisms, and even your own small criticisms is not the sign of a failure. It's the sign of an improvement. It's, it's showing you that this is good. Now you can make it better. Okay? So never, ever, again, easier said than done, 
never go into it when somebody offers you a criticism or your own brain offers you a criticism. Don't automatically go down the negativity rabbit hole and be like, oh, I suck. This is trash. I should just give up. Nope. Don't, don't, don't do that because it's just, it's flat out not true. Well, and okay, so Twitch only keeps your VODs for five days. I could be wrong. It might be seven. But it's a very short amount of time. But you can go on there and download your VODs. So you have them forever. And what I want to challenge you guys as listeners to do is go download your most recent VOD and just put it in a folder. Uh, According to Krabby, you can increase the time. I did not know that. Thank you, Krabby. Um, Thank you. However, put it in a folder on your computer. And at the end of the year, I mean, yeah, we're a month into it, but this is a new year. February's the new year, guys. I've changed the calendar. Um, go save that VOD. And in a year, save your last VOD of the year and then compare them. You will see the growth. You can also permanently save them. Krabby. Wait, teach me a great one. Yeah. Is that aside, like, from, is that aside from just flat out downloading them or... However, not download, but I agree with what you're saying. Okay, okay, so I guess there's a way to keep them forever. I was not aware of that. However, I would compare from your last VOD that you've done recently, or if the or the the latest one that's saved, if that makes sense. I'm probably not making sense. But take a VOD from this month and a VOD from December. And in January, watch them both. And watch your growth through the year. Because you're not going to have a year with zero growth. You're just not. That's not how our brains are wired. You're going to see growth. Whether it be a little growth or a huge growth. Or you will be able to be like, oh, guess what? This year has been amazing, actually. Look at where I started. I had three people in chat and now I got five. Or Wow, uh, I really thought playing Farming Simulator on stream was entertaining. That's kind of a boring game. I'm really glad I found mm-hmm. such and such game. I say that because mm-hmm. I play Ranch Simulator on stream, right. you guys. Um, but, that's a, but that's a constructive criticism, too. So, But it is you know. what it is. And, it, that, that, and that's something that I'm doing. Oh, I, I, I plan on actually having a whole stream where me and chat critiques an old VOD. And we're like, oh man, you remember back then when it was like that? That that's a whole plan for the new year next year. I'll I'll talk to you about it after this is done. <clears throat> what would be a podcast episode without one of our kids interrupting? <laughs> right. He's. I still have to eat five beans on my stream tomorrow, so, and he's excited about it. <clears throat> oh, fun. Um. Anyways, but, the, go ahead. I was just going to say that that's probably the, the one thing. If you take one thing from this podcast this month is please, please save a VOD and compare it to the end of the year. If anything, just look at your progress. I mean, look at how well, look at how well you've done since, you know, your first, you know, the first one you save it in, in the year to, New Year's, you know, the, the, your last one at the end of the year. Just, just check your prog. You know, look at your progress. Take one, take one a week. Take one pod, take one podcast, one vod a week, and 
save it and then go, you know, go through it and see how you've uh, see how you've grown. Because I guarantee, I guarantee you, you have. It may not look like a lot to you. It may not have. You may not have achieved all of the goals that you wanted to within that time, and that's okay. Nobody's going to do it. That doesn't make you an imposter. That doesn't make you a failure as a streamer because you're going to continue to grow. You're always going to continue to grow. Okay, so Krabby figured out how you save it for for the long time. He says if you go to your video publisher, you can save the whole VOD as a highlight, and then it'll be on your uh, your page forever. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah, that's interesting. The more knowledge, the better. See, I've been a streamer for two years, and I didn't know that. Now I do. I didn't know that uh, either. And I and interestingly enough, you can edit this out if you want or keep it. But I feel like we should do an entire podcast where we sit here and we critique our first ever episode. Because just to prove our point, like when we did our first episode, it, it was structured different, way different. It was our first episode. We had no idea what we were doing as podcasters. And then, like, we could sit here and compare it to, like, how we do it now. And I bet you we would even see growth within the podcast. Because yeah, it's, almost, it's almost been a year since we started the podcast. I say mm -hmm. that, but it's been, like, in five months, it'll be a year. Um, again, no concept of time. <laughs> but we have grown in that time. If you, if you think about it, we started, you know, at a, you know, doing... 30 minutes worth of talking an episode and um, now we're up to 45 minutes to an hour, sometimes over an hour. So right. we're, we've definitely been learning. I know you've pointed out to me that my talking skills have gotten better. So uh, I know yours have. I put an um counter on stream. It's hidden. <laughs> if you had said um, this podcast, you would be able to see it because it's in one of the the cow prints. You have not said um not one time. I've not been able to add to the um I'm not sure if I want to do it on purpose now to find it. <laughs> It'd be like blues clues. Like where in the where in the screen is the is the uh is the number. If you did it on purpose, I wouldn't count it because it yeah, was kind right. of like a it was kind of an Easter egg that I just gave away. But Gosh. but yeah, no, because we were joking a few episodes ago about how and you were like, I don't think I've gotten better. And I was like, I can probably prove you wrong. And I joked about putting one on stream. So when I got the new overlay, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> um, All right, that's fair. But yeah, right. uh, like Connor said, his. His speech hasn't just improved. His confidence in talking. I feel like in the earlier episodes, you hear a lot of just my voice. Now there's like a good mixture of where Connor will cut in. And for longer extended periods. Before he used to be straight to the point and he'd be like, you got something to say? Oh, I try not to be like interrupting or dominate the chat either though. So that's uh, just something I've been trying to stay cognizant of. <laughs> Well, not even that. Like, I just think that we found a healthy balance of it. And again, I think when I started the podcast, I had a bout of imposter syndrome with that too. Because I was like, I'm a nobody. Who is going to listen to me talk about how to stream? Um, yep. yep, I felt the same way. It, it was, oh, I do too. And then I get messages 
on discord that's like hey i listened to the most recent episode you guys have really good points and uh actually the other night uh zero dark phoenix zdp uh he messaged me and he said catching up on the podcast episode i am honored to have a second nomination i will say that last episode of not watching viewers is huge and that just made me feel so much better about what me and connor are trying to do with this podcast because we are helping people and we are in a way reaching people that i didn't even if i'm being honest with you guys i didn't expect one person to listen to this podcast when we started i i really just did not expect it to circulate the way that it has but i am happy that it has <clears throat> yeah i'm uh i'm gonna blow Rissa's mind here in just a moment um so we we have 26 episodes currently posted um we try to do one once once a week but you know sometimes illness or just not feeling good or sometimes the dang old imposter syndrome comes in and keeps us off of you know keeps us from from doing an episode we both started off we're just like we just want to help people and maybe nobody's going to listen and, and that's fine but we want to at least try to try to do some some good and, and show people what you know make it easier for some people to learn what we learned the hard way and even i was getting a little bit of imposter syndrome with it thinking that i just like we're not we're just not good at this you know that i'm terrible and i'm just a terrible talker and and i shouldn't be doing this kind of stuff <sighs> we've had 506 plays our podcast has been listened to 506 times out of the um since we since we started so if we have 26 episodes and we have 506 plays hang on i got to do some math here Actually, I'm going to let the calculator do the math because I suck at math. But okay, so 506 plays divided by 26, that's an average of 19 uh, listens on each episode. Mm -hmm. That's 19 people that listen to our podcast. And that is insane to me. That is just, yeah, Connor just blew my mind, you guys. And it's Almost amazing. 20 people. Mm -hmm. our, and that's exactly right. Our, we're averaging six, 16 listens per episode. Um, of an audience size of about 19. That's insane. That That is absolutely wild to me that there's 19 people that actively listen to mm -hmm. our podcast. And I'm, I'm, I mean, I know Rissa is, but I'm just going to say it. I'm, I'm grateful. I'm extremely grateful to everybody that's given us a chance. Now I'm mm -hmm. in my feelings and I'm crying. Maybe we should move on to our small streamer spotlight then. No, because I want to say what I'm about to say. Okay, well, no, say it then. Um, I'm just so beyond grateful for the people that do listen and that do give us an hour out of their day a week. Um, I recently lost my grandma, and uh, she wanted to know everything about the podcast. She was super... Uh, curious about what a podcast was. She'd never even heard of a podcast before. Um, so I had her listen to it and she goes, well, I don't know what this streaming is. What do you guys stream? And um, the fact that we have 19 people listening, it just makes me feel that like I did it, you know? Mm -hmm. We did you this. Did. We did it. We did <clears throat> this. And 
I promise my tears are happy tears, you guys. It just it, it's just such an amazing feeling. Mm -hmm. of, but let this also serve as a reminder that we're not imposters. We're absolutely not imposters. No, we're just humans with emotions. Mm -hmm. with, it has feelings, and we like to express our feelings, and that's okay. But to your point, we're just grateful for the fact that people are that that we are helping, and that we have we have reached some people with this, and this is that's mission accomplished. Yeah, mission accomplished. Um, not that we really knew what our mission was when we started. Um, if I'm being honest with you guys, we were we just like, did. hey, we just wanted to help people. Yeah, we were like, let's make a podcast and just talk about our, our experiences as streamers and see if it helps people. Now, did we know what that was going to look like in a podcast? Absolutely <laughs> nope. not. We had no idea. None. And then we did the first couple episodes and we were like, this feels like too much like school. We don't like this. Mm -hmm. And then we were I like, let's like just have a conversation. Like, Yeah, let's just talk about this now. Let's not sound like we're lecturing because we're not trying to lecture. So let's just chat this up instead. Right. And right there was one of our biggest, I think one of our biggest like things that we could point out from earlier episodes to episodes now is now we have a conversation. We've included chat to add their mm -hmm. input live. And it's just more of a actual discussion. We've brought people on now. I don't think when me and Connor started the podcast, we thought people would want to be on our podcast. Yeah, that was a new one for me. Um, but you know, and I really think that like me and Connor have a lot of Ram wants to be on the podcast. You guys should we bring Ram on for an episode? <laughs> um, I feel like the year of 2023 is going to show a lot of growth, not only for mine and Connor's streams, but everybody who listens to this podcast streams and the podcast itself. Um, and I just, I just want everyone to, to know that. If you're suffering from imposter syndrome, you're not alone, and it absolutely does not have to defeat you. Look at where we look where we've gotten. Mm -hmm. I'll say it again: you're not an imposter. You do belong here, and you have people that are willing to take and listen to you. Absolutely, celebrate your wins because they are wins. So celebrate them. Absolutely. Um, and with that being said, let's move on over to our small streamer spotlight. Do you have one picked out tonight, Connor? I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> I think I might have figured it out. I'm just trying to make sure it's not another uh, repeat. And it's not. Okay. So my small streamer spotlight is going to have to go on out to Old Cappy. Um, I've talked about him a lot on the podcast, and it just dawned on me. I have never shouted him out. Not one time. Um, he is one of the, probably the first friends I made while streaming. Um, we definitely have had a roller coaster of up and downs, but at the end of the day, we still support each other and we're still there for each other. Um, he is, he is a bit much for some people. I will give you a warning, but he is an amazing streamer. He's entertaining and he does community nights a lot. Um, so go give him a, a look, a checksy, if you will. He's intense, but in the best ways possible. Yes, yes. Very much so. My small streamer spotlight selection is 
going to Joker's stream. The guy is the guy's content is beyond amazing to me. This is technically the small streamer spotlight goes out to Joker stream and bats. Um, bats is his, uh, his sidekick, the Robin to his Batman. Essentially the guy is, inc- uh, the guy is huge into comic books. His entire, uh, stream is themed after the, um, you know, the Batman universe, which is fantastic. He's a cracked Fortnite player. Absolutely. Uh, uh, an amazing vibe to, to just hang and hang out with and 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 chill in. Um, just the guys. This, there's so many good things I could say and sit there and say about this guy. Um, he's just so much fun to, to watch. His cosplays are top notch. His ideas are fantastic. Um, I just uh, I could go on and on. So just I'm going to put his link just like we're going to put Cappy's link in the um, in the descriptions of the. Uh, of the podcast and let you go check them out for yourself. As always, thanks for listening. I'm Connor. And I'm Marissa. Feel free to pop into our Twitch channels and say hi. Our links are listed in the description below and we'll see you in the next episode.